0: was for 10 and that was what back in august <laughs> Jeez. so yeah obviously uh i saw a lot of movies in that time um i haven't put out an episode of this jeep cast uh since i started or me and adrian started we'd be watching films so you can check uh we have a few episodes out uh for the month of october and then we just did a latest episode on our favorite 824 movies so yeah just uh we've been setting that up so uh uh, go check out we be watching films on spotify and apple and anchor yeah it's uh it's good shit or at least i hope it is (laughs) i i've i've enjoyed recording it a lot but you know uh we (laughs) we've seen a lot of movies and we did a review of borat 2 on we be watching films um but other than that those are really like more like 40-minute, hour-long podcasts of just different topics we bring up. We haven't been really reviewing movies, and uh, that's what I'd like to do right now. I'd like to tell you about some movies that I caught up with uh, earlier in the year. I'm in that home stretch now period where I write all the movies down that I've missed in the year. And, you know, for a movie that, uh, for a year that hasn't had a lot of big movies, there have been so many little movies, like streaming and just independent movies that I'm like I have never even heard of these. <laughs> what what are these movies? <laughs> and yeah, it is Netflix and Amazon. This is a premiere on Amazon. This is, and that's the thing about streaming is that like some movies I'll just not see because you know I don't have Apple TV. So <laughs> um, so sorry, it's Tom Hanks. Maybe I'll see Greyhound, but well, we'll you know we'll see. <laughs> uh, but no, I I got Netflix and uh, I got Amazon Prime. So, I've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, here is, I'm going to start off with uh, two movies that I saw. I posted my review of these movies during quarantine earlier in the year um, on my letterbox. My letterbox account is Island Limos, all one word, capital I, capital L, uh, Island Limos on Letterbox. I should be the only Island Limos there. If you see a profile that says favorite movies, Almost Famous, Zodiac, The Fugitive, and Collateral, uh, that is me. Um, I If you're wondering what Island, Island Limos is a reference to, it's a reference to Collateral, one of my, one of my favorite movies. Um, and yeah, on my Letterbox account early in the year, I did a review for, I wrote, I did two written reviews, one for Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, and the other review for Becky. Now I'm going to talk about Never Really Sometimes Always first. Uh, that is a Sundance movie it premiered earlier this year at Sundance. I had never heard of this movie. I went to see before quarantine. I went to see Bombshell with the AMC pass, and they had a trailer uh, before Bombshell with this movie. And I'm like, I'm such a movie nerd. I'm so like in that culture that anytime I come across a movie that. You know, usually the movie trailers that I'm seeing is all for movies that I've heard of. And then this one comes along and is like, I have no idea what this is. Um, Never really, Sometimes Always is a movie about Autumn. She is a teenager, 17 years old in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, she is 10 weeks pregnant. And she sees that, mm, maybe I'm not ready to be a mother just yet. And... But unfortunately, you can't get an abortion without uh, your parents signing off on it in her town. Uh, so she finds out that that's not the case in New York City. So her and her cousin slash co-worker, uh, they d- go... Hold on, I'm trying to remember. What is the co- co-worker? Co- cousins. Skylar! There we go. Skylar. So Autumn and Skylar take a bus to New York City. And they don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of experience in the big city um and it's really just them trying to get to this process and uh, you know spending time in new york city trying to you know survive uh with little money and um just it's it's a movie that doesn't have a lot of plot i can totally see people watching this movie and being like nothing happened jeff why did you recommend this movie <laughs> um but this movie uh, i got excited because this movie got rave reviews out of sundance And so I was like, all right, this looks looks interesting. Uh, Maybe I should uh, watch it. And you know what? It did affect me. I'm not like... I I won't say like, oh my God, four stars, you got to see it. But it is one of those movies where it really is just such an honest, brutally honest movie. So realistic that I'm assuming. I mean, I haven't been a pregnant teenage girl, but it really puts you in that mindset. Uh, If there's one thing about this movie that... (laughs) that uh, can be said and it's it's like uh, man being a teenage girl pregnant teenage girl must suck Uh, because not only as a teenager you're going through a lot of changes both in your uh, body and then in your world view but you have to worry about pregnancy and and guys looking at you differently and there's a part where uh, Skylar goes don't you just wish you were a guy and Autumn is just like, yeah, all the time. I mean, really, this this is a movie that really says, like, hey, being a teenage girl is harder than it needs to be. Um, and I'm not even going to, like, all the men in here are just cringeworthy. There's their boss at work who, I'm sorry, like, <laughs> I had to rewind. I was like, did I just see why I just, it's the kind of sexual harassment that is, like, what are we not gonna focus in on that Whoa, movie? Ho- hold on, uh, and they and Skyler and Autumn's reaction to is like, yep, same shit as always. Um, and Autumn's mom has uh, a step or has a boyfriend that she's not close with. Uh, there's a I'm not even gonna talk about the dude on the subway in New York that just starts you know touching himself. Um, and then there's another guy, this like twenty one year old who, I cringed every time this guy was on screen because i i've been there <laughs> this guy just he oh what's how do you describe this like I'm, I'm sure like it's not that big of a deal but he's trying he keeps talking to this guy they meet on the bus uh this 21 year old uh kid or i guess kid not really kid but um this 21 year old guy and he keeps talking to Skylar. And I just kept thinking about all those times that I've been like... When I was 21, I was like, oh, I should probably talk to that girl. And not really thinking like, well, maybe she's not into that. <laughs> uh, because clearly body language and all. It, 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 she is not into it. But this guy is just very persistent. <laughs> um, and he's not like rude or anything. He's just like, come on, man. Get, get a clue. Uh, so maybe the, I cringe because I, I can... I can I could see myself in that guy. <laughs> but, you know, maybe that's a personal thing. This is a very muted movie. Uh, this is, like, I described it in my written review as, like, a quiet scream. Because it is a scream in the sense that it's talking about all the issues that women have to face. Especially a teenage girl in a rural town who's pregnant. Um, but it's not... There's not a lot... There's no scenes of, you know, just over-the-top, like, acting! Like, raising my voice and shouting and having... You know, there's no scene of, like, Autumn having a mini mental breakdown, just, like, screaming about all the frustration that she has to deal with. But, um, no, it's, it's a very quiet movie. And some people may not, some people may be bored by that. that. I mean, really, it is, there's no, like, there's not a lot of plot in this movie. So I can see why people would be like, well, nothing happened. But it's an affecting movie. I really, it, it affected me. It's, it's not a propaganda piece. One, for one way or the other, it really is just they tell the story the way it is. The facts, the, it, just the facts, you know, LA Confidential, just the facts, Jack. <laughs> um, and there's a scene where Sidney Flanagan, who plays Autumn, Sidney Flanagan has never been in a movie. You look her up at IMDb, this is her only credit. And she has a scene halfway through the movie uh where the title comes in uh, never rarely sometimes always that's the she gets to the clinic and a doctor is asking about her prior history and she goes answer these questions uh sometime never this has never happened never rarely or how often does this happen never rarely sometimes always and as the, as the questions get more personal like uh Cindy just there's the emotion she, that she slowly reveals in this scene. It is it floored me. It is like the last time I remember thinking, like, oh my god, this acting is magnificent. Like I am I am witnessing something magnificent here. The last time I thought that was um, in the lighthouse with Willem Dafoe's "You're Fond of Me" lobster, his whole uh monologue right there, and I I just. It's one of those scenes where I was just like, okay, this, this actress, uh, is on my radar. Um, I don't know if this is like a one-time thing where she just helped the writer and director, uh, and <laughs> was just a, like a friend, or maybe she is just like a one-off. Hey, I might be in a movie. That'd be cool. Like, I, or if she's trying to be a legit actress, like trying to have a career, I don't know what her story is, but hire her. Okay. <laughs> hire this woman for any other roles um talia Ryder plays skylar and she also is good too you can tell Ooh, i was gonna burp <laughs> um you can tell the relationship that they have uh together through like they don't have to say too much but you can tell there's a bond there i uh i really i really was affected by this movie it's directed by eliza hitman who did the movie beach rats I had heard of that, but I never saw it. I think it played the music box here in Chicago. Yeah, this movie, uh, just to wrap it up, if you're looking for just a, a really well-told, just human story, I think it, I think, like I said, it's not a propaganda piece for one side or the other, whether you're pro-life or pro-choice. It just shows you a story and just these characters, and you decide on yourself. <laughs> And I was really affected by it. I would definitely recommend Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. Now, something, (laughs) now for something completely different. Oh man, um, man, Becky. Oh shit, man. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, apologize for any religious uh, listeners, but I gotta say, goddamn! <laughs> this movie is insane. Oh shit. Uh, Lulu Wilson stars as Becky, uh, she is a troubled teenager. Uh, her dad is played by Joel McHale, uh, her dad Jeff. Uh, no, not Jeff Winger from Community, a different Jeff. Um, and Joe McHale is like, Joe McHale's wife passed away a year ago, and Becky is still a little upset by that, or still going through emotions, you know, obviously because of that. And so they go, and they have a place in the woods, and they go to uh, there for like a little weekend getaway. And unfortunately for Becky, Joe McHale, Jeff, is uh, taking his new girlfriend and her son uh, to join them. And she is not having that shit. So she runs away. Uh, it is at this time that Kevin James, yes, Kevin fucking James, the king of queens himself, he, he is a skinhead Nazi prisoner. He's the leader of this group of prisoners. And they stage an escape. And they're looking. They come to the house and they're looking for a key that will open something that they need. And the key is somewhere in the house. And so they take Jeff and his new girlfriend and her son uh, hostage. And they're like, oh, okay, we need to get Becky. Um, And he sends his, uh, his little uh, Nazi scumbag, uh, what's the word, sidekicks uh, to go after her. And, oh, man, is Becky going to be a, <laughs> a harder deal than they originally thought? Uh, this movie has... Now, this is one of those midnight movies that you go see at like at a festival at like 11 o'clock or midnight and it's just like one of those you know after dark i would say i don't know if this is a horror movie maybe a thriller but it definitely has horror movie violence in it <laughs> um this uh this movie is now i would say the best revenge movie to come out in the last few years is mandy the nicholas cage what the fuckathon from uh 20 2018 i believe. But man, here comes uh, here comes Becky just trying to challenge them for the throne. like this is the most satisfying revenge movie I've seen. I mean, I can't really say all year because I haven't seen there haven't been a lot of movies out in a while since Mandy was released, I'll say <laughs> uh, and man the, the this movie, the kills in this movie are so satisfying. She kills the fuck out of these Nazis. <laughs> And a few things I like about this movie that I bring up in my written review. Uh, the villains here, there are no nuanced villains here. They are Nazi skinhead bastards. And they do, one thing I liked about it is that they do not, you don't know where these guys draw the line. Because they do something early on that you're like, oh, what the fuck. So you don't know, you're scared for Jill McHale and the family because you don't know where they draw the line. And hey, nuanced Villains is cool, but for a movie like this, you need to hate the villains. And boy, do you. Uh, the second thing I like, what was the other thing I, I brought up in my review? Uh, the second thing I'm like, oh, yeah, Kevin fucking James. He is legitimately scary in this movie. Like, this is no miscasting. Who would have thought the King of Queens would be great at playing a skinhead Nazi, like, like murderer? <laughs> he's He's really scary in this movie he's intimidating uh and then one other thing is um i think i did not i was not bothered by this so if you have to figure out if you need to know what the key is for this is not the movie for you because the key is just the device to set up the action and the action is damn satisfying i guess if it wasn't i would be like hey what about the key but But it it was just a setup, and I'm fine with that. Uh, Lulu Wilson, who is known for a lot of horror movie entertainment. uh, She was in Ouija, Origin of Evil. She was in Annabelle Creation. I think, yeah, Annabelle Creation. And uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, She, man, she sells it. She is this 16, 14, 15-year-old girl. Uh, And she is a force of nature. Lulu Wilson is great in this movie because she really sells you on how much Becky is not to be fucked with. Uh, um, Man, this movie, uh, I don't know if you've been living under a rock, uh, but you probably shouldn't invite people over. Uh, Just watch this over Zoom. I was going to say like, hey, invite your friends over to see this. But nah, that's COVID is uh, on the rise again. (laughs) Probably worse than there was before. So yeah, don't invite people over. I'm just going to be safe and say that. Not even like, I don't even know of one person. I'm I'm, I'm not the CDC. Uh, so I won't, I'll say don't invite anybody over. Just watch it over Zoom. But if they can handle the craziness, this is going to yield some crazy reactions. Uh it, Because this is a bloody good time. And I say bloody very specifically. Uh This is such a the, these directors, I have the directors here. The, the directors' names are Jonathan Millett and Carrie Murnian. 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 Uh, yeah, so uh, sorry, guys, if I messed up your names. It's not even that hard to, these aren't even that hard of names. I'm just terrible at pronouncing, I think. <laughs> uh, man, they directed the 2014 horror comedy Cooties with Elijah Wood. That had Rain Wilson and Lee Winnell also in it uh it was a really good it was a really funny premise uh, zombie kindergartners at a school uh i felt i was pretty underwhelmed by that movie man guys you really stepped it up this is such a step up in quality um it is this movie is filled with bright vibrancy and vibrant creativity and energy uh it's create i say creativity but it's really creative in like it's way of dispatching nazis <laughs> i guess uh so yeah but hey creativity is still creativity uh so yeah I, if you're looking for a crazy revenge movie uh definitely I would definitely recommend uh Becky hey guys that's the end of the episode uh I would review more but you know, it's a little weird when you're only talking... When there's nobody else to talk to here. <laughs> you could go... You could listen to a podcast, go on and on if it's, like, two, two other people. But, you know, if it's just one person, it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm tapping out after, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I'm just going to be doing these two two reviews a show. Uh, unless they're really quick reviews and maybe more. Um, I do a thing over the year where I write down, like, 30 or 40 movies and... <laughs> I only really watch maybe half of that (laughs) at the most um and but before i do my top 10 list so sometime around january or february or whenever i don't know i mean are the oscars even happening this year uh usually when the oscars are around uh but yeah that's where how you figure out like hidden gems and shit so i'll be sure to talk about those hidden gems here and thanks for listening shout out to you and see you